You are now tuned into Pleco Vision Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Pleco Vision Radio back in the building. I'm your host, Bumps Hollywood, along with my esteemed colleague, Don Knotts. Don Knotts, what time is it? It's episode 74. Episode 74, a very, very, very special edition, ladies and gentlemen. We are here a week late for various circumstances <laughs> to recap. And and we're probably like two weeks after the last episode, maybe even three at this point. Yeah. And we recorded it like a month ago because it took me a week to get that last one out, too. We're a little bit behind schedule. So life just hit us like a fucking b- runaway b- train. Bunch of boulders. <laughs> fucking what was that movie? Lord of the Flies with a book where fucking Piggy had the Shout boulder dropped on his head. Shout out to Piggy. Shout out to the pig's head. So we are here to recap the King's Disease Trilogy live in concert, Madison Square Garden, none other than the God MC Nas, with very, very few special guests. I'm not. Yeah, you know it's funny. I remember all throughout the show, and you know, before I even like get into it, the one thing that I want to say about this concert, this is the first time you and I have ever been able to just fucking be fans. Is it? I, I would Have say so. Have we gone so. to a concert together? I don't... I mean, I'm sure we've gone... Yeah, we went to like little shows and shit at like SOBs and whatnot. Do they count? Are those... But we were there like doing industry shit. We were there on a mission. This was the first time we just went to enjoy the show. I definitely was fanboying out. No, big laryngitis for a week. Yeah, no. Like I've never went that nuts in a concert in my life. I never have. It was a good time for sure. It was I don't know. It was super special. I was mad proud of this guy, right? Who might be proud of this but guy? No, but. no, I I agree too because we saw the Civic Center. We were we were right after it was the Stillmatic tour. Right after yeah. Stillmatic came out, um, Nas did a show at our Civic Center, Poughkeepsie, which is now the Mahed Neshwat <laughs> Center. <laughs> The Mahed Convention Bitch Center. me a lot rock me. <laughs> um, So yeah He uh, he did a show then And this is like Literally right after Stillmatic was released And yeah. uh, he performed Ether. Like It was it was like a good time Uchi Wally This guy Jungle Was going yeah. nuts on yeah. the stage So Uchi Wally Yeah this guy had the brave hearts with him So th- I mean that was a good That was a solid show But The one thing I remember Is I was sitting up in the bleachers Oh, I was on the floor. There was this huge space. It had to be like at least like 30 feet of nothing between the bleachers and the crowd that was up against the stage. Yeah. Um, what do you think? There's like, what, like 2,000 people in that job? I would say probably more than that. But I remember in one of our first episodes, Petty Bubs, it might have been one of his first appearances on ClecoVision Radio. He made a comment about... Uh, Who's better at a hove and Nas And then said Nas couldn't even sell out the Civic Center Right So to see that and witness it And then I mean technically I think the concert was still sold out um, But what, seeing Civic Center or? Yeah the, the Civic Center But seeing all that extra space And then seeing What we saw in the garden The place sold out And it was just for him There was yeah. no opening acts Like there was nothing It, it was just him Like to see that uh, outcome for him The turnout for him And and see the way the crowd responded to him Like I, I look at this guy as a god 
as like not that I didn't before, but like literally. I'm saying he's up there for Dolo, right? Yeah. Nobody else, just him for 99 percent of the show. Yeah. Controlling the room. Yep. Uh, performing really well, and even his performance has come a long way because back in the day, all rappers used to yell. Not Nobody even just that. Sounded. He he always had a huge problem with breath control, and I never realized it till that Civic Center concert. And he had like everybody like ad libbing him and stuff, and like the timing was off on a lot of it. So there's literally like whole bars getting left out so he could catch his breath. This time, right. this dude was like on the ball with everything. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely polished. Like, we both saw the um, Wu-Tang and Nas tour, so like, I knew he's come a long way Yeah, absolutely. performance-wise, but I'm saying, again, you had maybe like, what, 20 minutes of Nas on that where this was an hour and change? Of I feel like hour. it was more, what, definitely more than 20 minutes. Um it was just I, I I actually loved the format of that show too the way it was broken up and like you thought Busta Rhymes was gonna be the opening act right but then all of a sudden Wu Tang like comes out first and they just mixed it all up like I've never seen a show like that yeah nah it was dope the, the, I think they called it like a like a mixtape the way they yeah did. it was it was it was a format that I've never seen or never even knew could be done. Um, but the one thing I will say, after seeing both of those concerts and, you know, a relatively close time to one another, the Nas shit by himself was way better. Yeah, 100%. Than the New York State of Mind show, for sure. Like, DJ Scratch was better than Green Lantern. No. I don't agree. 100%. I don't know. The Green way Lantern was killing DJ. it. Green Lantern was killing it. Green Lantern had it lit because of what he was playing, but in terms of DJing, I feel like Scratch. Scratch is, way is a better. way better DJ for sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a much better turntablist. But even the show that I went to, I don't feel like he was really like showing what he could do. Um, it was still cool, but it wasn't like this dude would be at the vinyl room like fucking mixing, turning around, and doing shit behind the back. Yeah, he was doing. He didn't do that. He did that at the Hartford show I went to, but I think right. he might have done it real quick at, at the one I went to. But so because this is a show. 100% dedicated to Nas and this one night only event. Format's a little bit different this week. We're not going to be doing a um, a new wave. We're not going to be doing a this effing guy. We'll just call this effing guy for that show me. Then we we can't 100. We can't really talk about that. So 1, I am 000. I am this week's this fucking guy. 1000%. <laughs> 3,000 <laughs> 3,500% <laughs> um, But we, we will still have a top five Because that's yes. important That is a staple of the show So we're not going to live without that one um, So yeah, you know It was a monumental night uh, Very happy that I got to attend um, You know Nas got emotional You know what I'm saying yep. Guy shed a tear Halfway through Yep That's real Said his mom used to work at The post office now it's the Moynihan Train station But it used oh, to be the post Yeah it used to be the post office And that's 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 what I'm saying Like this is a little kid Growing up in Queensbridge His mom Commutes to Manhattan You know what I mean Like He probably told his mom Mom one day I'll do the garden yep. And now this guy's there And at I mean? the end of the day too Like we've grown up with him to an extent, for sure. Yeah, he was like 18 when I was like, you know, Yeah, but I mean, 11, like, but we literally grew up on this dude. Yeah, 100%. We really did. He raised you. In, in so many ways, yes. <laughs> so, but I gave up on Nas for like maybe five years. I'm not going to lie. I, I got to be honest. Oh, yeah, when you were sucking the rock's dick. 
Hundred percent. But also, I'm saying he wasn't doing anything to win my love back, right? Dropping the Untitled album and then joints with the Marley Brothers. It's like, yo, <laughs> who the hell is this guy? Remember when he almost fucking uh, sold out to Murder Inc? Yeah, probably wouldn't have been a bad look for him at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, I feel like Murder Inc was on their way out anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. So, for those that don't know what we're talking about. Essentially, what this was supposed to be was King's Disease live performance, you know what I mean? Him, Hit Boy running through the whole catalog, which did in fact happen. But what I didn't know was that Nas would go deeper into the catalog, you know what I mean? I knew you, you can't do, I you mean, you never know. I mean, I, I was there for it regardless, but like. I knew that he was gonna have to backtrack at some point. Like you can't, you can't do the garden and not do your, you, you know, your biggest hits. So, but the one thing that I thought was crazy is, as many times as I've heard you shit on Az, you were fucking jumping out of your seat like a little child. I like yo, it's the god, it's the god. I was hyped. I was. I'm saying because you had like 45 minutes of just Nas. You know what I mean, Mary. Mary, I think she came, came out. out first. Yeah, she was the first one to come out, which was like, yeah, that's cool. It's a look. I love that song, you know, on the um, King's Disease 3. So, you know, for her to come out and do the reminisce John over, it was dope. I don't, again, I'm, we're still King Disease in it right now. You know what I mean? So yeah. then, like, all right, he, and then he comes through. First, Johnny did. New York State of mine, right? Yep. So mandatory. Yep. And the very next John is Life's a Biatch. Yep. And AZ just comes up out of the floor somewhere. Yep. And sets it off. Like Yeah, you know what's fun. funny too? I remember I remember looking and this guy Nas like as soon as the beat dropped, he kept like looking back. So Waiting you for him. Yeah, you knew this guy was coming. You you knew it. And then sure enough, he fucking uh emerges from the fucking floor and then you're going haywire. But that's real too, because if you're gonna if you're gonna bring anyone out, it should be your day one. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like he could have brought out, you know, any random person. Um, that he's done songs with throughout the years, but and I feel like a lot of the fucking concert was me and you, like, yo, he's about to bring out Puff, son. He's about to bring out Puff. <laughs> Puff did not come out. Puff was Puff, not there. Puff but no, it's like out. something like that you would think, or even like Jay Z for like a song or but something. But it's better because I yeah. feel like it holds more weight. So like, and I was thinking about this. Um, Hove sold out the Garden for the Fade to Black yeah. tour. But there was mad other acts Like Beyonce had a whole set I remember she brought out Ghostface You know what I mean Like mad people were out there The whole rock was there So it's like yo You get to see mad stars But it's not really a Jay-Z showcase No And I think you're right That's what made this And I think that was strategic in his mind Where it's like yo I'm only gonna bring out people that really meant something to me so he brought out az as man mary i'm not really sure how much she means to him i don't know why she came out but then she, he brought out slick rick who i feel like has always been an influence uh, he's always said that was his favorite artist growing up yeah so, so that's that real. made sense exactly made sense. um yo he got the qb chain on son <laughs> he got the qb chain on son <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't talk for a week after that. Yeah, no, I, I've never been like that engaged at any show I've ever been to in my life. So I feel like probably Life's a Bitch was one of my favorite the way it came on. Um, what was 
What was your song of the night? Dun. I know it. Yeah, nah, like the moment I, I it was funny because the beat dropped and I was just so fucked up at that point that I recognized it and I knew I liked it. But you're like, yo, it's done, yo, it's done. <laughs> and when you hear me do this impersonation, this is literally how this guy sounded in my ear the whole time. <laughs> yo, the best part is we were definitely ready to go to 12th Street after the concert. Good thing we didn't. Oh, the they whole were time come we with were, us, right? Yo, the whole time we're like, yo, we're going to 12th Street yeah. after this. So it's funny. You probably should have. No, th- so the day after that, or no, I needed about four <laughs> days to recuperate. So a few days after that, I was watching like some blog from some dude. I think he was like from Colorado or something. Him and his girl flew out there the day of the concert. And then they went to Queensbridge for the whole fucking day and spent the day there and then went to the garden. Did they? Yeah. And they survived? Apparently so. But like, yo, we went at the perfect time. It was like 10 in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) We were about to go out midnight. (laughs) Hopping off the train, wasted. Yo, and I... I, Screaming (laughs) thun. Yo, we would we would have had food, food. <laughs> straight food. buffet. But it, it's funny too because you got to remember too. Like, I started drinking before I even met up with you that day. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna give you a quick rundown of my day beforehand. I meet up with Johnny Knotts. Right. We go to the academy. When I have these drinks called Cool Runnings, I'm like, you know, I just need to try something different. I'm tired of drinking Captain and Cokes and Corona. What time was this? This was 1230. 12, 1230. So I have these two drinks and I it was like Bacardi Black and like a few other things mixed in, in, in with it. And um, I'm fine. We ended up having our two drinks and then we met up with you at Mahoney's and right before you got there. At this point, I made a. I might have had like another Captain Coke. Maybe I was on my second one over there. But I turn over to this guy. I'm like, "Yo, I'm fucked up." Like out of nowhere, the shit just came and fucking blindsided me out of nowhere. Like almost an hour later, and then the whole train ride down there. I'm fucking drinking champagne. We get there. You're fucking. Uh, you get your little uh, twenty-four ounce can of fucking uh, Blue Moon in the in the train station. Look like a hobo. Then I got pressed by the D's for jumping the turnstile. <laughs> this guy almost got tased, yo. And that shit had me pissed for like an hour. Nah, I, I was ready to fuck this dude up. Yo, I definitely I had the open container and just spun off left <laughs> you for dead. This guy yo. left me for dead for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just continued on. After that, it was pretty much nonstop drinking. And uh, yo, I remember once we got to the garden, like we got I my fucking bill for the garden concession stand was like one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think I got the first. Oh no, you got the first round, and that was like six. I think that was like six. Um, Wait, you went back for more. I remember no. I remember all throughout the night Every time I reached under my chair I had a beer waiting There was mad beers There was mad beers <laughs> Every time I reached I think under- you went and got like a mixed drink somewhere Didn't you I, go to like I a wouldn't cocktail rule it out. bar? I wouldn't rule it out maybe. We found our seats And then you spun off to like a uh, another bar Oh, upstairs Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, I think we Actually, no, I did get a Captain and Coke up there And then I had mad beer left Yeah Mad beers Yeah, it was, it was it was insane It was insane So needless And then So, alright, shows Quote, unquote Starts at 8 o'clock, right? 9 o'clock comes around There's nothing Probably 9.30 Green Lantern starts spinning For like 45 minutes 
Hey, Scott, what is Nas doing back there for two hours? I have no idea. Well, th- if you think about it, too, like, that place did not fill up. Yeah, everyone was late, right? Everyone, yeah. everyone knew... And I we, don't know which comes first. Did Nas know everyone would be late, or did everyone know Nas would be late? But regardless, it, it was it was empty at eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I thought Mad Scalpers copped them tickets and was like trying to flip it on StubHub. You know I, I, mean? I was going to do the same. I was thinking about doing the same. Yeah, could have got bread. Definitely <laughs> got bread. But no, the one thing that I am hoping with this concert is that they um, they put it uh, like. A professional Yeah an official job Yeah cause like Yeah there's a lot of footage On YouTube But it doesn't know justice And to like Hype myself up For this show If you got Prime Video There's some shit With him performing With a symphony In DC Oh really Have, You haven't mm, seen nice. it It's yeah. actually pretty good But it's it's the whole Illmatic album Oh with, or? with a symphony Behind him It's pretty It's pretty hot Yeah I gotta check that out Yeah So I don't know I'm saying I feel like one big, big, big downside is I always get a, a T-shirt. And then my other joint is like my newer joint is to get some uh, like a poster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got nothing. Got literally nothing. So that's <laughs> the one downside. Yeah. We were we were too fucking belligerent to even like understand what was happening. We got to give a quick shout out to Hudson Yards also. That place is dope. I didn't know that Hudson even Yard. existed. That's where we were on the west side where we went to the Mexican spot and got the oh. where the Louis store was. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no, the food there was mad good. The the atmosphere was good. The drinks were mad good. And we had um what the fuck? We had, we had some air margarita or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So it was like the the it was like a foam that had salt infused into it. And, and then we had like a fucking hot chocolate drink. Like I, wasn't, I already and I already had my foot off the gas at that point. Yo, or the so I thought. Of drinks though, like yeah. for me that day, like and even for you, like yes, I started a little bit beforehand, but like the mixture of drinks, like how the fuck am I alive to tell the tale? Yeah, it took a while. To get to this point, which is why we're so late. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I definitely called out from work like a week after. <laughs> I'm not even shitting you. It was bad. It was bad. So, all right. Well, I, I feel like. Oh, what do you think? Does that sum up the show? <laughs> we're only 19 minutes in. Yeah, I joint. mean, well, I, I think our top fives will probably take up a good portion. But all in all, like, it, it was it was an amazing show. I would go to it again. Um, I don't know if you saw, like, two days later, they announced the Nas and Woo was back on tour. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got to go to that shit. There, there's one in Atlantic City on, like, that, Saturday. That, that's that, probably the, the one to go to. That's what I was thinking. Because they got yeah. one in Brooklyn, too. I'd rather go to AC and just go ape shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> in September. I feel like, yeah, let's do it. I'm with it. Let's get it. Well, aren't we going for your fucking wedding in September? Yeah, I don't know if that's happening anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Ruth. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. I got a lot going on this year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sure. I'm I'm trying to prance across the globe. All right, so let's know. do this. Let's fucking let's let you go get married down in AC. We'll go there for the concert and a drive-through. Hell, <laughs> doing a drive-through wedding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll play by ear, but I feel like I'm gonna be in the country in September. So, yeah, we definitely got to go to it though. We for sure. And it, granted, it's going to be the same fucking show all over again. Hopefully, they 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 change it up. You know, I would hope so. Um, but even if they don't, like, I mean, it's we've been hearing all these songs our entire fucking yeah, life I guess anyway. And like, if, as long as the mood is right, you're with the right people. Like, you're going to have a good time regardless. Yeah, now nah, I'm with it. 
I'm in there. So tune in in eight months, ladies and gentlemen, for that review of that show. <laughs> but let's take a quick time out for this small chronic break. <laughs> it's Glico Vision Radio. You know where your hoe is. <laughs> it's time for top, 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 top five dead or alive. Yeah, hello, you're a fucking soccer. <laughs> You gotta get closer to Yeah, nobody expecting that because no one cares about that song. We're trying to be serious over here. You guy hopped out of the chair. That is the liquid swords of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell from that bomb ass intro. It's top five dead or alive time. This week's top five dead or alive to keep it in line with what we're talking about. We're going with the top five live performances either of us have ever attended. Don Knotts, yeah. set it off for the people. Uh, um, number five, 1987. Fucking living slippery one wet. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did see Bon Jovi in '87, also, but Civic Center before who? It was the Mahed Neshwak Convention Center. Allah Akbar. I was five years old on my father's shoulders to see Hall and Oates. Mm, that's fire. Mm. That's fire. First concert ever. First concert ever. Wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> and we were like. Front and center Like we weren't front front But right, we were right. like A perfect distance away Like Yeah For the shoulder seats Definitely <laughs> enjoyable That's fire So I'm not gonna lie Typically I let Don not set it off And he gives us some bullshit And I shit all over it But This guy's off to a flying start right now I would love to see Hall & Oates To this day live I've always wanted to go see him At Daryl's house yeah, I don't know if they do they perform there. They have before, yeah. All right, we got to keep our eyes on that. Uh, number four is what this episode's about: Nas and Madison Square Garden. Wow, number four, eh? Yep. Surprisingly, because like when I put all this shit at, like on paper and I'm moving things around and I'm like, wait a minute. Yes, it was a great show. Um, it was one of the best shows I've ever went to. But I feel like it was, it was good for what it was, but it was even better because of the time we had. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that'll be my number four. <clears throat> I'm going to stop real quick and give an honorable mention right in the middle. This of guy. No, you got to change it up. Honorable mention Nas Civic Center 2001, 2002. <laughs> Something like that. Shout out to the St. Lunatics. All right. <laughs> yes, Murphy. It was Murphy Lee. Big Ali and Murphy Lee. Big Ali. I think it was. I don't know. I, he had a that giant a, f- a chain. I don't remember. Who um, was Big Ali? Is he from VAR? Yeah, I don't think it was him. He was like in France at that time or some shit. Um, my number three, 1998, Middletown Fairgrounds, Destiny's Child. Next and boys to men. That sounds terrible. Just real quick, just got <laughs> word from the stats department. His name is Ali. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> File that under shit we don't give a fuck about. Um, but no, this concert, it was actually amazing. 
I actually met Beyonce. I was talking to her. Yeah? Yeah. Did you tell her you called her house and spoke to a young salon? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I, actually, that did happen before. You <laughs> should have told her. Like, yo, I stalked you. I have your home phone number. Holler at me. That was when she was a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I hate Destiny's Child, yo. Who it, else? This, next? I hate Next. I love Next back Hated then. them. And then Always. Boys to Men. Boys to Men were like OGs at that so point. So who headlined? Boys to Men? Boys to Men was a headliner. Destiny's Child opened. And uh, I was actually literally like up on stage, damn near for that shit. <laughs> um, which brings me to my next honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the rule book out the window right now. Um, I talked about this on a. I actually was on one of our little Beavis and Butthead skits when I fucking met AZ at Purchase College. Yeah. So during his set, I was actually on stage with him. I was like one of the miscellaneous goons. <laughs> And he just kept like looking back at me, like not knowing who I was or what the fuck I was about to do. I was mad pissed you were on his day. Hell yeah, nondescript dude just sitting there in the background. <laughs> I had like a, a a Mets jersey on with a Mets hat and shit, looking like I came straight out the dugout, crushing it. Um, I'm like Gary Carter. Who the fuck is Gary Carter? He, he was a Met. Oh, was he? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um. Number three, Pon. No, that's all, I'm on number two now. Are you? Yeah. That's why I, this is going by quickly. That's yeah, why I'm throwing the honorable quick, mentions yo, in the middle. Rapid Fuego. Um, number two. This was 2010. Uh, Jay-Z and Eminem at Yankee Stadium. The new Yankee Stadium. Like the year it opened. All right. That's um, kind of dope. They had everybody there. Literally everybody. Um G Unit was there. I feel like 50 stole the whole show. Yeah? Yeah. Um, who opened? Or who headlined? That's a better way to say it. Was uh, it over? Or? Yeah, no, it was, it was Jay Z. Um, and the last song of the night, he fucking brought out Beyonce. I don't even remember the, what the song was. It was some bullshit. <laughs> uh, way to finish the show. <laughs> who else was there? was mad people there. Fucking, that was the first year Drake came out. Drake and Nicki Minaj were there. Um, fucking B.O.B. was the opening act This guy Bobby <laughs> uh, Who else was there? Like literally anybody at that time you could think of was there I'm not mad at it I was sitting mad far away That's probably like the furthest in a concert <laughs> I've ever sat in my life This guy had binoculars on Definitely was not sitting on Steve's shoulders this time <laughs> Oh shit This guy was in the nosebleeds Next honorable mention <laughs> Off the roll Next Off honorable the mention roll. The Chance Mob Deep and Smith and Wesson <laughs> Okay Prodigy died six months later R. I, I saw I saw one of the last P shows R.I.P. to P How was it? Solid? Or? Yeah It wasn't really that good of a show Like <laughs> sh- Shout out to Tech Shout out to Tech Smith and Weston actually was better than Mob Deep uh, they, they were uh, Shout out to all of them They follow us <laughs> But yeah No it, it was it was a solid show I, I can't complain about it And I didn't pay for my ticket either mm, So it's a plus And I had the little VIP seating upstairs I was like, my the group of people I was with were like the only people there. So like we had literally the whole top floor to ourselves, kind of like that other place, <laughs> RCI, Thirty <laughs> Third Street. Check your bank statement if you don't know what that means. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, before my number one pondem, I'm doing another honorable this mention. Guy, this guy just letting it go, letting the thing <laughs> off. 2003 Giant Stadium, Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Mad late Bon Jovi. No, fucking, it was fire. And the, the highlight of the show is when Richie Sambora had his solo set. Did he have a double, double? Yes, neck? he did. <laughs> he sure as hell did. He sure as hell did. I don't know the purpose of the double necker. Fuck it. Just enjoy it. Who the fuck else has a double necker? This <laughs> guy. Shout out to Richie Sambora, yo. Favorite song of that night? Runaway? Nah, uh. What the fuck was it? Living on a prayer. Father Time off the fucking Stranger in This Town solo album from Richie Sambora. Yo, Father man. Time. This guy's pulling out some real miscellaneous. <laughs> shit is fire. Some real miscellaneous. Might be shit, the man. Easter egg at the end of this episode. <laughs> I feel like it has to be because no one knows that. I'm song. just scared it might get flagged. And no. <laughs> I don't know if Richie got them boys on patrol. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, decent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still got my number one. Oh, that, all right. All right. Hit it. Hit it. My number one. <laughs> I mean, you already know what it is because I have actually even talked about this on older episodes, but uh, 2010 Bowery, Bowery Ballroom, Ryan Leslie. It was a small little venue, mad, like, intimate crowd. And I think it was right around the time that uh, he dropped that song with Jada Kiss. How it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Like, the vibe in there was ridiculous. And like I said, it was like a tight little space. And it was crowded. Like, it was a good-ass crowd. Denzel Washington was like right above me and shit. I actually almost fought a bouncer trying to get a picture with him <laughs> afterwards. Um, and then uh, Miguel... That was his opening act, and nobody even knew who Miguel was at the point at that point in time. Did he murder it? Yo, he. I would say he was the highlight of the show. Like he did that one song with J Cole, and the fucking nobody even knew who this dude was at all. The fucking drummer starts going, and then all of a sudden the guy comes, the bass guitarist, like dum 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 dum, dum plays the bass line. Fucking retarded Once this dude started singing The whole place went up And nobody even knew Who he was Like that's how fire This shit was So Yes That's my number one pond Where is Ryan Leslie Right now I have no idea Probably still trying to Track track down that laptop That got stolen from him A few years ago That he was offering Two million for Was it two mil huh Yep (laughs) Wow but no, he yo, he was very underrated. Like he's mad talented. Nah, he was dope. I remember he had this one song. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, um, it was lit- It sounded like a reference track, but he released it. Oh, gibberish. Yeah, yeah. He but performed that, that shit there. Did he really? That but was the first so time I heard fire. it. I feel like that's literally how like you know mumble rap artists, was made. Not really, but just even as artists, like that's kind of how like you know when you're trying to come up with a flow for a song, you kind of just like man, 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 just trying to find the cadence yep. first. No, they, they, he performed. It was the first time I heard it, and it was fire. Yeah, I remember also this guy made a YouTube video mal long ago where he was just ordering shit in the mail, like, and it was like instant delivery. So he had like a kazoo come. He was like, shaking I think he the t- thing talked sh- about this on another episode. Did I? I think so. Yeah, Ryan Leslie. I, I respect Ryan Leslie. No, he's time. mad talented. Mad. Talented, what the? Where are they now? Yeah, Ryan Leslie, question. where are you now? 
He probably just, you know, cashed out and he's chilling. Yeah, probably ghostwriting and shit. Yeah, he, he, I'm sure he's fine. But yeah, he he was like making his own beats and everything. Like, super talented. Yep. Yeah, super talented. What was the other joint he had? Um, he had a few of them. The yeah. Addiction. Uh, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he performed that shit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was fire. Yo, that was actually like, that was a good time for music because I feel like. Things were kind of like getting a little electronic-y, yeah, but was. there was still shit like that that was coming out. That was like the Ron Browse era. Yeah, I feel like Ron Browse kind of started fucking shit up. That's when you had like Red Cafe coming out on fucking like, uh, uh, what's the dude, DJ Envy fucking albums and shit. And like, Red just, Cafe is nice though. Yeah, Red no, there was just like a lot of weird shit. And that's like when Mano's making commercial songs with T-Pain and shit. Like what the fuck? It was like a we- could was not a- be stopped at that point. Huh? That's true. It, it, it was like a very strange transition time for fucking hip hop. I feel like the tough part with that time is n- I feel like nothing. I had no disrespect to Ryan Leslie, but a lot of that shit is not timeless. You know, it sounds like that time and will always sound like yes. that time. Yep. And it's not really going to live on beyond that time. No, I agree. So even if I throw on Addicted right now, it's like, yeah, that was fire. But it's still going to be like, this really sounds like 2010. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, though. Most of the time I play that shit, people like actually react well to it. Yeah? Yeah. That and that Jada song, the how, how it was supposed to be. Like, those were his two hits and people still fuck with him. Yeah. And the funny thing is, too, with him. I only knew who he was because he was like writing for Cassie. Yeah. And when that bitch first came out with her first song, I started like doing a lot of research on her and who she's working with. And that's when his name kept popping up. I think I was like MySpace friends with him, actually. Probably. But you yeah. ever see Cassie perform on 106 in Park? I guess she got booed, booed right? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember. God that. awful. And then right. Ashanti got booed one time, too, she right? She deserved it. She yeah. can't sing. <laughs> All right. Not a bad list. Not great. A lot of distractions. A lot not of great. Distractions. But now, now I gotta just start thinking of honorable mentions. Midway no, you, you don't have to. Gotta change the rules up. Do do you, Poppy? All right, number five from the book of Matthew. <laughs> and you were dropping years on them, right? You dropping years on them? Yeah. 2022. Little place called Queens, New York. Forest Hill Stadium. Beautiful. Summer evening. Mm -mm. My favorite female rock artist, Mm -hmm. Karen O, lead singer from a little group from Brooklyn called the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, headlined at Forest Hill Stadium. Phenomenal. Fire. I've heard of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, but I don't know who she is specifically. Yeah, Japanese-American woman also brought out... A group called Japanese Breakfast and some little kids from California, all Japanese kids, and they were fire, like hard rock shit. Really? Yeah, it was dope. So that's my number five. I'm a huge fan. Like for the, you know, we talk about '90s hip hop on this shit a lot, but Wait, gotta- that's actually what excited me about this when you said let's talk about live performances because I got to talk about fucking hauling hauling oats and, and bonjour. Yeah, John Bomb. That shit makes brings a sparkle to my eye, yo. It's important, you know, because we are well rounded for the most part. You yep. know, what I mean, it's not just hip hop. So that which leads me to my honorable mention, which I didn't have, but I just thought of it. First concert ever had to be 1991. Kipsy, New York, 
Civic Center. The Mahed Neshuat Center? Vanilla Ice. Are you serious? Oh, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, that yeah, I didn't even see him, though. I left crying <laughs> because the bass was hurting my stomach. <laughs> didn't even make it to Vanilla Ice. Yo, real quick, not to cut you off, but this is hilarious because this isn't the only story I've heard of somebody like crying and fucking something up at the Civic Center. The only time the Ultimate Warrior was ever in the Civic Center. He was in a fucking three-way match. It was him and Legion of Doom against fucking Papa Shango. And um, somebody... Uh, uh, was it Demolition? No, they were... Right, they were different era. Yeah. I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, this kid that I was with, and I'll shout him out. I haven't seen him in years. I don't even know what happened to him. His name is Billy Stick. <laughs> Fucking Billy. <laughs> this guy got mad scared of Papa Shango. <laughs> and fucking my father had to take this kid away. And we had front row seats, mind you. Wow. Front row seats to see the Ultimate Warrior. This kid starts throwing a fucking tantrum because he's scared of Papa Shango. My fucking father comes back mad pissed. He's like, Billy's scared of Papa Shango, damn it. <laughs> Uh, I saw Papa Sean go out to Civic Center too. I don't think it was that night because I don't remember <laughs> Ultimate Warrior being. It was the, so The Rock was there once. Ultimate Warrior is there once. When I saw The Rock, I was with this guy Munch, and Munch went fucking nuts. It was. If you ever want to have the time of your life at a fucking wrestling event, you go with Munch. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, me and that guy came up together on wrestling. Yeah. Fun fact: One, two, three, kid beat Razor Ramon. At the Civic Center. It was. That yeah. was a televised Monday Night Raw. I was at the first ever Monday Night Raw from the Civic Center. Or not even from the Civic Center, just at at, at Period. everything. The first one ever was yeah. at the Civic Center. Yep. <laughs> now it's the fucking Mahed Neshua Convention Center. Number four. Mm-hmm. 2016. Beautiful. Late summer night Going into fall Labor Day weekend As a matter of fact This may have I don't know if this was then Maybe, maybe not Um, Did we have a studio in 2016 Or was that 2018? I think 18 Alright 2016 Beautiful summer night Middle of Philadelphia Made in America festival Before it went to shit Headline of the weekend on the steps that Rocky ran up, right? With mm-hmm. mad fireworks going off behind them. That's where they had it? Yeah. Really? Coldplay. Really? Fire. Right. Amazing. Me and Rude and full bliss. And then some guy gets the shit beat out of him right in front of us. But we're still in bliss. <laughs> listening to Coldplay with fireworks going off in the middle of the park in Philly. Phenomenal. All right. I didn't even know that they did it right there. Like, yeah. So there's like, I ran up them steps. Yep. It's the Ben Franklin Freeway or some shit they call it. There's like a nice fountain and there's like several different stages. Yo, that stuff. whole area around there is beautiful. Like, yeah. I would love to fucking like just get an apartment over there and just jog around daily. Probably would get fucking jumped. I don't think so. It's not, it's not that bad down there. Nah. Like, if you go like a couple blocks to a certain direction, it's bad, but. Um, you don't think them South Philly sickos come up that way? <laughs> I'm sure they do, but it's probably Looking like for food. <laughs> I, I don't think it's that common. Like yeah. if you if you journey down the wrong fucking uh, uh, street, you're gonna end up in fucking uh, 
deal with some problems. But over in that area, no, I don't think so. And I've only been there once, so. I literally drove to Philly for a cheesesteak and ran up the rocky steps. Can you run up them today? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. I would collapse midway through. All right, number three. Pon Dem. 2016. Beautiful. Late summer afternoon. Mm-hmm. Middle of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> is this the same concert? Same concert. Oh, this is a little Uzi show. No, right? this isn't Uzi. Uzi murdered it. Honorable mention goes to Uzi. This is the two days after Birds in the Trap sing McKnight drop. Travis Scott performed. I was like three rows back. Never been to a hip hop show like this in my life. So I'm thinking, yo, we're just gonna chill, nod our heads. We're like moshing and going. Yo, Rude got murdered. (laughs) Remember hearing this story? Rude got murdered. I got literally carried away in a wave, (laughs) separated from from Rude. I had to carry her out of that shit on my back during the performance. Yo. In retro, like literally, you know what happened in Astro World? People died. Yeah. Right? Like the shit gets out of control in a Travis Scott concert. That was our first. Uh, we actually saw him at Coachella and was like front row, but just hugging the barricade, so we were fine. Yo, you if you're anywhere except the front or the back, you are dead. Literally. <laughs> Recipes of those. Rude almost lost her life that That's day. That's crazy. Yo. It was it was real. I've never gotten lifted off my feet and just carried away. I've been helpless. <laughs> helpless. Like, Rude, you're on your own. Another fun fact. <laughs> Anyone that follows me on any social media will find oh, one the of the illest. <laughs> the iconic picture? <laughs> one of the illest pictures ever stolen off of a title website was just me and a sea of folks draped in How Budweiser. did you find Yo, yourself? I don't know. Yo, it was, I was just watching the stream back, and I was like, yo, that's me, yo. That shit was ill. It was definitely ill. I, I'm about to profile pick that, I guess. Actually, you know, I, I kind of got the similar photo with J.R. Smith and my brother on the ESPN uh when I when I had the fucking courtside seats. And oh, it got really? The, it got the score under us and shit. Yeah? Yeah. You've seen it. I don't remember. Oh. Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, on what? <laughs> <laughs> Number two. I don't have... I, I probably have... I wasn't ready for this honorable mention curveball. There's just so... You gotta, like, think I about... I got a billion. I've been to a billion. All right. Honorable mention. Coachella. Okay. Right middle of the polo fields in... Tory Lanes. I don't think he was at Coachella. Oh, not Coachella. He was also at the Made in America one, right? Did I see Tory Lanez? Oh, yeah, I did. Like he when was he right first before, came out. Yeah, he was right before Travis Scott. Yeah. No one cared about him. Um, Coachella, middle of Polo Fields, Indio, California. DJ Snake mm-hmm. murdered it. I don't know if he was really DJing. Probably not. Most of them guys don't, though. Yeah. They really don't. They, they have a pre mix. If you're sitting there dancing, you're doing some. He pre- was you- on top of the turntable. Yeah, no. Nah, if that's the case, you're definitely playing some pre recorded shit. Because as a DJ, talk to him. As a DJ, you can't concentrate on what you're doing if you're talking too much or you're fucking dancing. There's too much going on to pay attention to, especially when you're. 
trying to control a crowd. You have one false fucking slip up. It's Don't. definitely pre-recorded Because I saw a Marshmallow at Made in America too And it was fire Yo, you know who I fucking can't stand But I like love his shit Is that sickic dude I don't even know who that is He's a, He he did that Frozen Madonna remix Oh, that song is fire Yeah, no, like he makes hot shit But he'll sit there with a fucking a keyboard like this That's not even plugged in And act like he's hitting buttons yeah. Like, it's not plugged in I, I see the back of it I own it I know, I know that it's not plugged in You're right but yeah Alright number two That's it What do you want more on them uh, I don't I know like, bill- I, I got a billion of them Let's go <laughs> We got time Honorable mention number two then Fuck it Coachella <laughs> Picture this right <laughs> Is this when you stayed in the teepee I stayed in the teepee multiple This guy need teepee for his bunghole <laughs> At Coachella Headlining night number two, chilly Indio Desert this time, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I think you told me. Only days after the damn album dropped. Phenomenal. Fire. Inspirational. Sounds just like this is a big thing with rappers, right? Like I was saying earlier, a lot of the times, you know, they got 20 guys on stage, they're yelling. It doesn't even sound like I feel like, like a lot of that has actually stopped, though, if you think about they've it. Come a, they've come a long way. You know, I don't know if somebody told rappers, like, yo, you sound like shit. You know what really makes rappers sound like shit? What? When they can't just have their own instrumental. Oh, that's some Uzi shit. Where I they rap hate over that the songs. Yeah. I hate that shit. And the, uh, I, I fucking applaud Jada for fucking calling out Dipset during that fucking verses. Yeah. Because I feel like nobody was saying anything about that shit until that happened. And it's kind of died down a little bit, but people are still doing it here and there. But it's not cool. Like, you're not even showing that you can rap outside the studio. Right. Like, you're doing nothing but proving that you probably punch in and out and you. You don't feel confident enough in yourself to be rapping without something reinforcing your flow behind you. Yeah, nah, definitely. I saw Uzi perform live, and that it, it was a whole track. Not even, you know, sometimes you have an instrumental with a hype track or something. It was just the song. Yeah, most so. of it is now. Most <laughs> of it is. It disgusts me. So for all you rappers out there. Just know that Don Knotts is disgusted if you're sitting there like when you leave the studio, leave with the fucking beat with the hook on it at least. Yeah, you can have a little mute out your main vocals. You want to ad lib track, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but don't like rap over your whole fucking song. You look foolish. Anyway, number two. You just did number two. Oh no, you no, didn't. Number three. Number two. Yeah. Two thousand twenty-three. Nas at the garden. What's your number two? Yeah, for me, I, yo, I was like, I was getting emotional in that. Genre. No, I was, I was too. You know, what I mean, like Nas is like my favorite rapper. So, and I've always felt like he's been like an underdog, even though he's been like the best. He's always, I, I relate to Nas because I feel like he's like super laid back. He's not like thirsty for the spotlight. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's then, a respectable human being, right? So for this guy, so like Hove is like. Because you got to compare him to Hove, right? So Hove is like mad, like boisterous and like, look at me, look at me, look at me, where Nas is just like chilling and people look at Nas just because he's nice. So like for this guy to, I don't know, for him to sell out the garden and 
I feel like also when you're at that point in your life, in your career, in your like um, success and to still really thoroughly, genuinely like appreciate the fact that you're there in that moment. Yeah. To me, that's real. No, you know what I mean? It, like, it, like not for nothing. Maybe this is sounding like weird and sentimental and shit. There was a feeling in that place. Right. The Everyone moment was you walked for this guy. The, the moment you walked in there, the way the lights were all dim and you just see fucking like Nas at MSG and red like on the fucking uh, uh, curtains coming down and shit. Like there was just something in the air that made the night what it was. I, I, I'm telling you, I feel like part of it is because of... It was a, a lot of this show was timing, and I feel like it was done at the perfect time in his career. Yo, but the other thing, too, is like... And now, not not to cut you off, but now if you're not putting him above Hove, there is something fucking wrong with you. Yo, the thing is, is that Nas said it on one of his albums where it was like, you know... I don't even drop this often. You guys should appreciate what's going yeah, on right now. Yeah. So I feel like everyone in there was feeling like, yo, this is like once in a lifetime. Yeah, it, it, it was. And the way it was advertised, a one night only, it was a one night only show. And it's like, I'm sure he'll perform at the Garden again, but I don't, it'll be few and far between. And I feel like Jay Z's kind of like gone in the opposite direction now, and he's trying to not be not drop his freaking. He'll do his one fucking six minute verse. God did not for nothing. Like you lost me after a minute, bruh. Nah, the God did shit is fire. It, it is, but I don't want to hear you for fucking six minutes. I really don't. But you don't like Hove to begin. No, with. I I I appreciate him. I I I I he's definitely one of the greatest MCs of all time. There's no doubt about it. But if Nas were to do a six minute verse, I wouldn't want to hear it. I wouldn't want it. Like that's too much. It's too much. Siegel did a six minute verse. I do. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Fucking thousand bars, yo. All right, number one. That time you saw cannabis. I never saw. No, cannabis. I didn't either. <laughs> Has cannabis ever actually done I a show? Probably. Who would want to see that? I'd go to it now. Like, probably hilarious. Yo, did you see? Not to cut you off, but this is funny, and this is what's gonna keep this episode going. You know the fucking dude um, from Coney Island. What's his name? So, Steph Marbury. No, no, the fucking uh, the Puerto Rican dude. Uh, oh, the, the Bing Bong, dude. yeah, Bing Bong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so he has a podcast now. Have you seen this uh, shit? Nah. I think he's like set up in front of a fucking store, like on the sidewalk, uh. and he had cannabis on there. <laughs> <laughs> and he made reference. He asked cannabis, like, "Yo, do you realize that nowadays that line that you said about eating LL's ass is kind of sus?" <laughs> What you didn't see this shit? Nah, nah. Fucking hilarious. And then this guy, Cannabis, was even laughing his ass off. You know, it was fucking, he's like, I knew what it meant back then. It ain't the same shit that it is now. You can't eat a nigga's ass like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Pause. Number one. <laughs> number one. This is left field for a lot I'm of I'm sure. You I knew your number one. Was, <laughs> if it wasn't the biggie one, I knew it was going to be. Left field. 2022 Indio, California <laughs> Coachella Of course, why would it be somewhere else? <laughs> Sunset in the Mojave tent Front row Literally topless 
me <laughs> with a fanny pack on. <laughs> Topless fanny pack, mad edibles deep. Fred again. That was the dude you saw at uh, Madison Square yeah, Garden. Yeah, I right? saw him with Skrillex. But that was a DJ set. This one, yo, this dude, I'm telling you, you talk about DJs fronting and faking. This guy's up there with a piano. He's up there with like a, it's a machine, but it's, you know, it's like basically yeah, an yeah. MP. Live performing. Amazing. And, this, and he has like, um, so the cool thing about this guy is he samples from like, YouTube and Instagram So he finds like People doing like Spoken word Or people doing like just That was that shit That you played for me that when, we were, when we were having The little fucking The, yeah. the meeting of the minds That for one sure. afternoon And for, I'm just like yeah. yeah I don't think you were Feeling it But Maybe I don't I don't think you were Open to it You know what I mean I mean I didn't I, I <laughs> There's a lot of weird shit Going on that afternoon There's a lot of weird shit Going on So for me Like I feel like it's, He makes really Emotional music and so I respect that. I respect the artistry of being able to, like, I make beats. I couldn't sit, and A-Rap music can do this also, but I can't sit there and do my drums live. You know what I mean? Like, I'll hold down the uh, the note repeat <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, plus, he's playing piano. He's got, like, shit syncing up to it on a screen from YouTube and shit. It's just really, 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 really dope shit. So for all the listeners out there that are strictly hip-hop heads, Gotta check out Fred again He samples hip hop You know what I mean He got a song Turn I've, off the lights I've honestly Like the only time I really remember Hearing his name Was like two weeks Before that Nas concert When you brought him up Other than that Like I mean I'll, I'll have to go check it out Gotta check out Fred. I re- No I, re- I remember the one Afternoon That was this past summer Right Where, yeah. you, were, where you were like Playing that shit for me I'm just like I, I hear it I get it I don't get it It's cool If that's moving but I mean, you it. weren't In the right space I don't think any of us were at that time but th- that was a weird ass day very weird that was amazing <laughs> who moved my cheese so <laughs> <laughs> was that the same day i don't know no it wasn't no, it, no maria, maria wasn't, wasn't there, there. <laughs> no maria probably would have thought we were fucking psychopaths that one day that was bad yeah that was bad that was necessary though was it? <laughs> I think so. For all the listeners out there, if you got close friends, sometimes it's necessary to have, you know, deep, powerful, uncomfortable conversations. You know what I mean? It was literally like group therapy. It was straight up. And then <laughs> was it you or Sin who hit me up the next day like, yo, you want to do it again? I'm like, no, man. Like, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> never again, probably Sin. It'll, I'm sure it'll happen in the next couple months. It's needed. I think it's needed for Sin with all this Joey McIntyre business. Yeah. We we should go on this fucking new uh, new kids fucking cruise. I I'm I'm kind of like fiending to see how it is. Uh, you can go. I'm I I might do it. I'm when is it? I, I don't know. I think they just dropped the the date. Oh, oh yeah, she was going nuts about it. like oh my god the date just dropped. We've been talking about this date being dropped for fucking three months now. Oh, yeah, I feel like er, there's not a chance in hell you catch me on that boat. Probably any boat, honestly. I'm not doing no goddamn cruise. Be cramped in a little ass room. Yo, the thought of cruises freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, that's mad claustrophobia. I ain't down with that shit. Yeah. It's not even that. It's just like being at sea. Right. That's game over. That shit hit something. Good night. I can't even Not swim. even just that. There's got to be a Loch Ness monster, yo. <laughs> there, there's got to be some shit that's big enough to just fucking tip the whole fucking cruise ship over that we don't know about. Yeah, no, that we don't, knowing we don't my know luck, about none of the ocean. No, knowing my luck will just fucking surface that day. 
Honorable mention, 1995, Albany, New York. Bad boy tour. Mm-hmm. Opening act was the Loonies. <laughs> Fire. Got, Got five, five on, on it. it. That was, what else do they have? That's it. That is it. Got five on it. They did like three other songs. I don't remember. Next up, Total. Okay. Fire. But they didn't have all their hits. Oh, was, yeah. No one else wasn't even out there. Yeah, no. Nah, it was early, early. But I feel like Can't You See was out. Um, up next, Craig Mack. Fire. And I met him at a gas station afterwards. Did you? Yeah. You never told me this yeah, story. Yeah, I had his autograph. That shit's probably in the trash by now. Met him and met this dude like Trife or something from Junior Mafia. Um, I think Mary performed. Then Big. Closing act was Jodeci. Really? <laughs> Which was fine. Yo, it's a pretty deep-ass lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely an uh, honorable... Honorable mention. That was a good time, and I had I actually got a fucking T-shirt that time. <laughs> Only shit I don't have one from is Nas. Yo, they, so they got these Nas shits from that concert. They, uh, I saw hoodies of it. There's T-shirts, and it has like it's. What is the bootlegs? No, it's blue and orange, and it has the Knicks logo on it, and it says Madison Square Garden. Like, where'd you find them? Uh, it's, uh, I've seen people just on Instagram wearing for it. sale, or? not for sale. Oh, no, yeah. they were oh, sold yeah. there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had ill merch, and but and the thing is, you can't even. You would think that there was leftovers. Yeah, or you think yeah, because what what usually happens, people just bootleg itself for two, three times as much. I can't find anything. No, there's nothing except that one, which yeah. I might buy. Anyway. I'll probably buy that and <laughs> just live. Like, yeah. yeah, it's from that. Well, night. We were there. I mean, in all fairness, a fun fact: when I went to the Woo and Nas show in Hartford, cop the T-shirt. You God signed it. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> Yo, why have you not watched that Hulu show? So yeah, I hate, I hate this guy. Hate the guy fiction. who played You God just put on an epic performance last week. Yeah, like yo, this show is. I get it. Like it's not true to everything. It's true enough, and it's mad entertaining. Like these dudes act and look so close to them. The mannerisms, everything. The right. dude playing Raekwon, he was actually on that show. Um, uh, what was that shit? The Get Down? Did you ever see that on Netflix? Guy, so it was the dude who played the DJ, uh, Shallon Fantastic was his name. He plays Raekwon, but like this dude is like perfect. The dude who plays Ghost, perfect. Yeah. And I've, even fucking Dave East as Method Man is pretty fucking on point. Yeah, maybe one of these days I'll check it Yo, out. Yo, just binge watch it. I'm telling I'm you, I'm too right. busy watching Gaia on my spiritual journey. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? Illusion of Gaia, the fucking video no, game? It's like, um, it's a channel on Amazon Prime. It's all about like spiritual. No, you this is your chakra to, and oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to elevate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've taken enough of the people's time. <laughs> <laughs> But there is a whole nother fucking story on top of it. Shout out to 33rd Street. <laughs> that will remain, <laughs> remain locked up. Shout out to Emo. It, it, it'll be locked up in a fucking chest on a little island that's being circled by alligators and sharks. That chest will be contributed to again next week. Yeah. <laughs> there will be another trinket to throw in that chest. <laughs> for sure. Shout out to John Knotts. You have no idea what you're in for, buddy. R.I.P. to the John Knotts that you used to know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to come back a shell of himself. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, just going down to see the Rangers. You know what I mean? This guy's gonna come back a changed man. Oh yeah, he's gonna be fucking. He's gonna be calling people <laughs> sir. <laughs> this guy. All right. Well, I think that's. I think the horse is dead. And with that said, nobody sucked on this dick.